You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. On today's episode, we have invited a guest on. Her name is Gabriella, and we met on TikTok, meaning I saw her TikToks and I thought, you know what, let's get her on the podcast. And she agreed to come on. And the reason why I have her on was just to get the, of course, mindset and perspective from a female, which I always enjoy doing that, but as well as getting perspective from a woman who is abstinent. What does that mean? That means that she's practicing not having any sort of sexual relations with a man until she is married due to her religious beliefs. And so we talk about that, but we talk about a whole lot of different things. And we get her perspective as someone who is going through the process of saying, hey, I'm going to save myself for marriage. That's the whole idea, saving themselves for marriage. And I thought it'd be interesting to get that kind of perspective. I think that there's some guys who listen to this podcast that are saving themselves for marriage. I don't think that's the majority of the guys listening to this podcast, but either way, I think that there's always something to learn and a new perspective to be had to learn from. And that's why we have Gabriella on this episode. I think you're really going to enjoy it. If you feel like you need help meeting women, maybe you are abstinent, maybe you are not abstinent. Either way, if you feel like you're trying to meet a woman and date, whether it's for marriage or for fun, of course you can work with me. We can get you into the mastermind that I'm just starting, which is where we're doing like a group coaching program. And you can also apply to work with me through the one-on-one program. And all of those are possible by just going to coachedbytrip.com, the place for you to apply and to tell me about what's going on, where I can see if I can help you, ask you some questions through an application that just gives me an idea of who you are and what's going on with you. And then you and I hop on a phone call and see if coaching is a good fit for you. So if you feel like you need more help in the podcast or just not cutting it, it's not everything, or maybe you've heard me say this a million times and you go, you know what? All right, I'm ready. I'm ready to take this to the next level and get there faster because I'm not able to do it on my own. Either way, you know what to do. Coachedbytrip.com. Link is in the show notes and I would love to work with you. All right, why don't we get into this interview with Gabriella talking about abstinence and everything of the sort. All right. Hey, Gabriella, how's it going today? Good. How about you? Doing good. Doing good. Thanks for for joining and doing this interview. I think this will be fun. So I got to ask first, you have a very big TikTok. How's that going for you? It's going well. I make a lot of Star Wars content, Marvel, stuff like that. Um, It's not my career, but it's something I really enjoy. Okay. Very nice. So it's interesting too, because I bet you there's a lot of guys out there who love Star Wars and they see someone like you who also likes Star Wars and they probably can't believe it. You probably are just the crush of many uh, guys on TikTok, I'm sure, because of that alone. (laughs) I get a lot of DMs. I get a lot of DMs. So, okay, let's do this. Open up your DMs right now. Here's what I want you to do. Go to your request folder in your DMs. 99 plus. 99 plus, of course. Wait, hold on. Are you in TikTok or are you in Instagram? I'm in Instagram. I don't have my TikTok DMs open. I would be scared to see the TikTok ones if the Instagram ones are like this. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they're terrible. I have my DMs open in my TikTok, but I'm not getting the kinds of DMs you're getting. Mine are just, yeah. Trip, I've got a question. This is going on with this girl. What should I do? Um, okay. So let's see. So, and by the way, this is 
podcast is rated R, rated, you know, NC-17, whatever. So feel free to say anything you want here. No censors. Okay, go to the awesome. f- most recent one. <laughs> the most recent one? Open it okay, up this, and just this read one's, it. This one's not so bad. He just slid up that's on okay, my yeah. story and said blessings. So that's not too bad. Okay, blessings. But I will tell you, okay. this guy who said that, the DMs, like, they don't end. <laughs> like... Oh, it's that same guy who just keeps on replying to the stories. Same guy replying to stories. Yeah, I mean, he tags me and stuff like every day, like comments on every. I'm like, whoa, okay. Okay, okay. So go to the next one. These are right now, these are like story reactions. Oh, but okay, I missed the first DM he sent. Nice to meet you. I fell in love at first sight when I saw your TikTok. Okay, pretty nice. Not so bad. That's not too bad. Really, that's not, not too so bad. bad. Okay, go to... So keep scrolling through. Now find one that's not so good. Find one that's not so good? Okay. Yeah, I'll let you I'll let you interpret that as... Because this one's not too bad. This one's not like so... Okay, so mostly respectful. Most, most of mine are respectful, but like... Star Wars fans are respectful. I have... Well, okay. When it goes bad is when there's like a 70-year-old. Oh, actually this. Um, okay. These DMs were bad. I just don't have, I don't have them because I had to report this person. I was scrolling for so long because my moderators went and blocked him. They muted him on my live stream. And he got so mad that he came and he was going in between saying, you're so sexy and appealing to saying like, you're dumb as a box of rocks. Like he was so mad that like my mods muted him. It was the craziest thing ever. Okay. Okay. What else? What's the worst thing? What's the worst thing you think you've ever heard? Like, okay. Okay. Here's a good one. So I put the other day, I put a story and the filter was like with horns. And I was like, I woke up with horns and this guy goes, you woke up horny this morning. Same. (laughs) I mean, you know, it's funny. You say that and you laugh like that's bad. There is worse. But that, but that is definitely inappropriate. There's worse for sure. But it's like, I feel like I've been proactive about blocking people that said me bad things. I'm sure you've gotten pictures. Yes. Oh, I fortunately have not. Or if I have, I haven't. never had one. Thank God. Right? Like I've gotten lucky. Well, it's like, you know, I'll see blurred pictures and sometimes I'll just like tap on them because I'm curious. And then it's like an Obi-Wan meme. So I'm like, oh, that's not so, that's not bad. But I, the first time I got one of those from like a message request, I was like, this is going to be bad. I just know it's going to be so bad. But, you know, most of mine are pretty respectful. If they're not mad, they got blocked. (laughs) So. Do you ever just go in there and check it out? Or at this point, are you just kind of like, eh, it's always the same thing. I don't even care to even go in there. Okay. Sometimes I get, okay. Like, Sometimes I get bored and so I'll look through my DMs and like the a few weeks ago I will say there was a really cute guy in my DMs and I was so glad I looked through my DMs and I ended up going on a date with him um when I was in Florida and so I was like glad I looked through my DMs but it's it's literally like finding a diamond in the rough you know what I mean like it's an adventure to go through your DMs and like find that one person that isn't like hey sexy so you want show him show him let's see what he let's see what he looks like i i can't because he basically made me sign like an nda (laughs) 
I wouldn't tell. <laughs> what? No, is he verif- like, is he verified? He's like a famous TikToker, like famous. Or is a famous TikToker. He has 1.4 million. So okay, yeah. So did you want to date with him? I did. Yeah. Okay. How'd it go? I think it went really well. I just like, I I don't know what's happening, but you know, it was fun. It was a good time. <laughs> okay. Was he? So how did he act? I mean, what, are you going to see him again? Honestly, I have no idea. It was just. It was really fun because coming off of, you know, being in like a really toxic relationship with somebody who was not respectful of me at all, it was really nice to go out with somebody who like respected my boundaries and was so sweet and nice and fun to be around because it was just like, it was really good for me. So I feel like it's one of those things where regardless of what happens, I'm just grateful to have met him and had that experience. And whatever happens, happens. Like, what are I'm these boundaries? What are these boundaries that you talk about? So for me, as a Christian, I am waiting till marriage. That's something that I made a decision on when I was really, really young. You know, that makes it harder with dating because a lot of guys say they like respect your boundaries on that, but they really don't. There's a difference between respecting and going out of your way to protect and honor um, you on that and not push you. And I think that kind of goes beyond anything spiritual because it just goes back on respect. Like, how much do you respect me? Like, that's how I feel about it. It's like, how much do you respect me? You know? Got it. I'm I'm curious about this. I have a lot of clients that I work with too and a lot of guys that also are waiting for marriage. So I'm just curious about what what that's about because I don't know, and I'm not here to to judge or persuade you in any way. I I don't care yeah. what people do. You can wait till marriage. You cannot. Doesn't matter to me. What's the reason behind it? Um. So, it in the Bible, God, you know, he talks about how he kind of like create. He kind of like created sex to be within marriage, um, because it kind of creates a soul tie with people. There's even science behind it, specifically with women, I think more so than men, where it really emotionally ties them to that person. And it's kind of that thing. So I think that that's kind of mainly why people choose to wait. Like if it's in religion, I guess it's more common to try to wait until marriage and just have that soul tie with one person. Like for me, I'm I, I'm the same way with you. I'm like, do what you want, that kind of thing. It's just my personal choice. And I don't try to push it on other people. But, you know, I think for me personally, I get so attached to people just off of like hanging out with them a lot. And so I cannot even imagine how attached I would get like if I were having sex with like oh, you'd, you'd people get very, right now. Yeah. Yeah. You'd get very attached. You'd get very yeah. attached. It would happen. That's that's what happens, especially for women. You're the oxytocin is strong and and it bonds you to the man, wants you to be with one man so that you can raise the child. That's kind of the biological uh, reason behind it. Uh, it happens right. to, to men too, of course, um, but definitely women, it's it's very strong. So here's a couple questions then. Would you be okay with being with a guy who would wait for marriage with you, but has been with other women in the past? Are you okay yeah. with that? Yeah, that is definitely, that's something I would be okay with. And the example that I like to use for this is that my parents, my dad is seven years older than my mom. And he had kind of like been around the block a little bit, you know, before he met my mom. But, you know, he had so much respect for her that he was willing to wait 
And he has, you know, he's Christian. He has a relationship with Jesus, but that just because you have a relationship with Jesus doesn't mean you're not going to make mistakes. Like, and so that, you know, he felt, he ended up feeling kind of bad that he did sleep with other people before my mom, because he loved her so much. He felt bad, like that kind of thing. But I think that's a perfect example of having somebody respect you. And like, I, I don't care. I don't care what somebody's past is. I care what their current decisions are, what their future decisions regarding me are going to be. I think that matters more. What have they been with a hundred women? Everybody makes mistakes. It's fine. Because like, if I really, if I really liked that person, as long as he doesn't have like, you know, <laughs> we're good. Okay. Fair enough. Um, all right. I'm curious, do you think that there's at all a chance that that won't be the case in terms of you waiting for marriage? Like, do you think, because you're young, you're 20, right? Right. Sometimes we, we as we're younger, we, we have religious yeah. phases. You know, even when I was really young, I had a religious phase, uh, semi-religious. I was in like, when I was like in my preteens, you know, like 11 yeah. to 14, I was really into religion at that point. And then somewhere around right. 15, 16, uh, I just kind of, stopped caring about religion as much and, and whatever. That was my path. Yeah. Do you think that could be for you? Or are you just like diehard? I don't um, know, Christian Catholic. I don't know what you are. I, yeah, I'm, I'm non-denominational Christian. Um, for me, I think my relationship with Jesus will always be there. That's the only thing that's ever been present in my life. I went through actually depression really bad these past three months. And I was like, God, where are you? And I had to kind of like lean on him to get through that. So that's the one thing that I have. But if you're asking like, if you, if I would maybe have that not be the case where I'd make a mistake, I'd have a hiccup and like, um, I would be having sex before marriage. Like I can't predict that. You know what I mean? Like, I really can't predict that because I've never been in that situation where I'm really in love with somebody. I've never been in love. And so, um, I know that it's different, like than just being able to sit, sit back and be like, ah, oh, yeah, waiting until marriage. Like, I know it's harder than it sounds. So I'm not going to say 100% I'm perfect and won't make a mistake, but I'm trying my best. Okay. Yeah, no, that good Good for you. Whatever, whatever makes you happy and makes you feel fulfilled, all that good yeah. stuff. So let's talk about what happens when men approach you. I always okay. find that to be interesting. When's the last time a guy approached you on uh, wherever? bar club or do you do or you're 20 so you don't drink so you don't go to bars so yeah or maybe you have maybe you have maybe a fake idea i don't know um when's the last time a uh, time a guy approached you in person yeah not so, not virtually no no more online talk we'll, we'll, no we'll, more online. we'll get back to that later no in, in the real world irl as they call it yeah um i feel like guys don't really i mean i'm i'm not usually in the bar like oh but you know what actually scratch that I was at a restaurant the other day and the manager there who was like, I think he was like 30 something. He sent one of the waitresses to say that he thought I was really pretty and to try to like get me to be interested. My mom was like, she is 20 years old. Like <laughs> she, you, she can't date you. And I just thought that was really funny. But yeah, like, I guess that does happen. It's just those moments kind of slip your brain. You know what I mean? So what's the oldest that you would date besides of what your mom thinks? What's the oldest? Yeah, I would probably date someone 27 up to 27 because my, my mom and dad actually have a seven year age gap. I'm, I'm actually much more attracted to guys that are older than me because, you know, we kind of talked about this, but I graduated college at 19. So I already have my four-year degree. I feel like I'm mentally at least at 22. I, I feel like I couldn't go under 22. And 
So I would say 22 to 27 and maybe even so, up so to 30, depending. You I don't wouldn't know. date 20? No. Just Why? Don't too mature? Way too immature, you know? And like 20, you know, most people I think are, what, are, are they sophomores or juniors? I don't know what like the norm, the norm is right now. I'm trying to think what my friends I don't know if there's a norm my, anymore, but... I'm trying to get, think what, my, you, what grade it, my friends are in versus the fact that I'm done with college. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, but anyway, my point is, I feel like like mental maturity, the fact that I'm done with college, that's my past. Like dating a guy that's 20 and he's in his junior year of college or um, sophomore. Actually, I think it's sophomore. Um, sophomore year of college. Like I just, that would not work. I'd be like, that was so two years ago for me. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I get it. I yeah. get it. It's, uh, it's kind of like, uh, you know, when you date a, a girl and you have a bad experience, you kind of like to date the opposite looking girl. And then mm-hmm. you kind of go back and forth and back and forth just because you've been a little, I don't know, maybe some PTSD from past experiences. You said your, your ex-boyfriend. Yeah. What, what happened with, what happened with that ex that was so toxic and bad? What did he do? Okay. The thing is that going into the relationship, I was like, this is great. He is so intentional. He like immediately after meeting me, he wanted to date me at the time. I didn't see that as a red flag. You know, I didn't see the fact that on the first date, he was like, how many kids do you want as a red flag? Um, and it ended up being kind of like a love bombing situation where he was just so much to the point where it was making me very uncomfortable. So it just ended up being a really bad situation. Like it was, he had no respect for my boundaries or me. Um, and I didn't realize the thing like, about you, toxic, be more specific about like my, like my like sexual boundaries. He was really pushing those. And as somebody who was claiming to be a Christian waiting till marriage, you know, he was kind of going very yeah, against. He was lying to you. He was so lying. Like, he was lying to you. I don't. He he didn't care about it. He he probably wasn't saving himself for marriage or any of that stuff. I think he was just saying that to you know to hook up with you. I'm sure of it. Yeah. And so that whole situation was just not good. And then after, so he broke up with me because he said he couldn't see a future with me because you know I I'm gonna have a career and he wanted me to quit my career and just have six kids and be a stay at home mom as he was going to do something in like missions. Okay. And that was just not something I could ever picture for my life. Um, as somebody who's worked since I was 12 years old for this career, I'm going into taking over my grandpa's business. I was not going to give that up for anybody. And especially not to have six kids. <laughs> I'm sorry. Six kids. So, not so how, me. what are you going to do when you do have kids and you're still trying to run your grandpa's business? How are you going to handle that? Um, you know, I think that it'll be easier to manage because my grandpa, I love his schedule. That's what's so appealing to me about doing what he does. He goes in the office maybe like five hours a week and he's doing so well. So he has his own schedule and I think that it'll be, I think it'll be okay to manage. I'm not going to say easy because obviously I don't have kids, so I, I wouldn't know, but I would think it'd be easier than having a set nine to five where you have to be somewhere at certain times. So, so, all right, let's go back to the approaches. What about other guys who have approached you where it's worked? Where it's worked? Um, I would say Mm -hmm. it's more appealing when a guy comments on 
something that he likes about your personality or your morals or things that you're interested in, uh, as opposed to just saying, Oh, you're so sexy. Can I get that snap? Like if you ask for my Snapchat, you're instantly either going to be friend zoned or I'm not going to reply. That is the biggest turnoff in the world to me. Why is it the biggest turnoff? Because I don't want to sit and just snap face snaps and say nothing to each other. Like I'm not learning anything about you just by looking at your face. You know what I mean? I'm not like, great. Mm -hmm. You have a jawline. Like what (laughs) do you have any pets? You know, like why do I have to just keep looking at your face? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you see the difference between men and women is men are more visual and uh, women are more attracted to the behavior of a man. So what do you think about that statement? Do you find that to be true or do you disagree? I definitely do find that to be true. I think that guys definitely get more wrapped up in how a girl looks and girls want to like know the deep secrets of a guy's past, you know, and all the little intricacies of his childhood. And I definitely agree with that. I mean, it's, uh, it's interesting how we're wired so differently, but mm-hmm. we, we don't think about that when we're dating. I think that right. guys think that women are as visual as men are. And I think women are visual. You know, you are definitely look at a guy and you find him physically attracted or not, but the behavior yeah. of him, his confidence, things like that, will make him more attractive and even kind of say to you in your brain, oh, he is more attractive physically, even though it's more of his behavior than it is his actual physical looks. Right. And I would say for me, I definitely have to have that physical attraction to even get to the personality. You know, I I think that a lot of people think that's so shallow, but if you're not attracted to your partner, how are you supposed to have any sort of physical relationship? You know what I mean? Like, I think that that is How tall are you? I'm 5'8". Okay. How tall does a guy have to be that you're dating? I would say at least six foot. And the thing is, this is something I talk a lot about on my lives that I do on TikTok. And it makes people so mad. Like, I can't even begin to tell you how mad guys get when I start talking about this. But for me, it comes down to the fact that I am tall. And so I'm six foot in heels, right? Like, I put heels on, I'm tall. And... My one of my best friends actually made me go with her to the mall because I'm the same height as her fiance and try on men's clothes for her so she'd know how they would fit her fiance. And it just makes me feel like a guy. And so that's why it's so appealing to me to have like a super tall man so I can feel more feminine, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah, that is, uh, that's the case. What if he was 5'9"? What's the minimum? What's the minimum? Six foot. My dad's six foot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Listen, I get it. I get it. You want to feel feminine. So you want to be with uh, with a guy who's masculine. I always do say, though, yeah. that I think that guys who are less than six feet tall, even less than like 5'9", 5'8", could still attract a woman who's taller than them or would be taller than them in heels if he had certain things going about him. For one, super confidence, maybe even very successful, very ambitious. I'm not saying it would work every time, but I think I think it can work. It definitely depends on the woman, depends on the guy. Like it, things are situational. It just happens to be a deal breaker for me. <laughs> understandable, understandable. Okay, so let's see. What else? When have you have you ever had to reject a guy like really hard in person who like approached you? In person, trying to think if, because I feel, I feel like guys 
do kind of contact you more online. It's 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 rare that a guy will come up to you in person and say something, I feel like. But I'm trying to think if I ever in person had to be like, eh. <laughs> nothing that comes up in my mind, honestly. I feel like if I went to bars, I would have stories for this. But I don't, you know, I'm 20, so I don't really put a you bar will eventually. Yeah. You will eventually. <laughs> I'm curious, if you had to rate yourself one through 10, what would you rate yourself? Um, Like, what do you mean? Um, let's first start with looks and then we'll move on to some others. Like maybe we'll talk about personality and then maybe like a combination, but just on looks, like how do you see yourself? By the way, like, just be honest, no judgment on my end. I can't tell you what other people are going to think of you listening to this or watching this, but forget them. We, we just want to learn about how women view themselves. So how Um, would you view yourself looks wise one through 10? The thing is, I'm very, I'm actually very insecure. And so that's one thing that I get called out on all the time on my lives because I'll sit and play with my hair and I'm so insecure. And when I say that I'm insecure about myself, like girls will get on there and be like, you're such a pick me girl because I'm insecure. And so it's like, I wouldn't rate myself like all that high (laughs) because I'm just insecure about certain things. It's, I think women like you sit and you stare at yourself in the mirror and you hang on, hang on, hang on. What? Before this is all great information. Before we get into that, we need the answer and then we can talk all about it. Okay. I'll just say like 7.5. You can't say seven to eight. Why can't I say seven to eight? Because every girl says that because that's what everyone says. Say that. Yeah, because it's the perfect average, right? Like you don't want to say eight to 10 because you, you're going to look narcissistic and you can't say six because you think you're prettier than a six. So everyone says a seven. So <laughs> you can't say seven. So what are you, you asking decimal, for like 8.025? Is that is that an acceptable answer? I don't know. It's an acceptable just, answer. Here. I guess it's, if I can't say seven, I'll just go for that. 8.025. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go for okay. that. You said I could use okay, decimal, so I went for it. That's fine. That's great. What about all together then? Okay, here's the thing. I think that my personality is like an acquired taste. <laughs> so it really depends on what kind of person. <laughs> because I I like to laugh at myself a lot. But I'm I'm also a very deep person. Um obviously I I do consider myself intelligent. That's for sure. I would say my personality to me because I love my personality. I'll just say nine. But to other people, it might be like zero, negative 15 deal breaker. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, listen, it's all subjective, right? I mean, someone might yeah. look at you or talk to you and you could be their, their six or you could be their 10. Who knows? Right? Mm-hmm. It's all different. Okay. So I guess we average out the, the, the nine and the 8.025. <laughs> probably get somewhere uh, around the high eights. Okay. That's fair enough. Uh, let's talk about the insecurities. Well, First, let's talk about insecurities. What are your insecurities? Um, my nose kind of bothers me because I so I was a cheerleader in high school and I was a cheerleader dancer growing up, and I got kicked, and so now I have a deviated septum, and that really bothers me, and it actually affects my breathing. So I'm going to get it fixed for that reason. But um, yeah, so that's like my main insecurity, I would say. Anything else? Um. I don't know. I would maybe get filler on my lips. 
Doesn't every pro say okay. that? that they would totally and, well, uh, either they say yeah. it or they have it. They yeah. say it, they have it, or they want it, you know? Okay, got it. It's just interesting, too, because I think a guy might see someone like you and, and think that, that you wouldn't think that you have insecurities. But I really like to tell guys, I think the more attractive a woman is, the more insecurity she has. It's weird. It's like a weird combination. Like they know they're attractive. I think that you gave numbers that were a little false, but that's okay. I think that they know that they're attractive, but they still have those insecurities. And I think that every guy should know that so they don't put women on a pedestal and realize that they're still human too. Right. Think about that. I 100% agree. I I mean, I, a, I well, listen, no one's probably asked that question before, have they? No, people don't usually ask you to like rate yourself. I know, but we think it. I'm just trying to like open up the conversation, the things that we think. We think these things. Right. But, but we don't talk about them. Isn't that interesting though? That we just don't, yeah. we don't talk about that stuff. Yeah, I like the elephant in the room. We're just like, we just feel, I don't know. I think we're just all scared of judgment, to be honest. And the internet has made it so much harder. And I, and thank you, by the way, for coming on and doing this, because I don't think a lot of women would, would be courageous enough to come on a podcast and talk about this kind of stuff. So it is pretty awesome that you came here. Hopefully it wasn't uh, too harsh. No, it's been a lot of fun. Actually, it's, okay, it's cool. been a lot of fun. I what was worried because you... I was thinking I don't have a lot of dating experience. So I don't know, you know, how this is going to go, but yeah. That's okay. That's okay. And if you did, we would talk about it. But also, I think it's it's interesting to get the perspective. Women also just, I, I'm always very interested in talking to women of all different generations, right? So you're like Gen Z, you know, and, yeah. and I think women are all having the same experience. I don't think it's that much different, but it's interesting to hear from younger women, a little bit older women, you know, just getting everyone's perspectives on the dating scene. And you have a, you have a unique perspective because you're saving yourself. And you are, I would say, like kind of like a nerdy type girl that's also Definitely. physically attractive, right? And that's also very unique too. So, so yeah. What? So, okay. If you could say something to all the guys listening right now, and there's about tens of thousands of guys who are going to either watch this and also listen to it on the podcast, what would you say to those guys who are trying to get better at meeting women? I would say that intentionality is everything. So I think that it's important to make your intentions clear up front. So whether that is that you are trying to date that woman or you are just trying to hook up with that woman or you're dating for marriage, make those intentions clear right away. At least for me, I think that guys playing games is the biggest turnoff in the world. If you just disappear off the face of the earth for four or five days when we're supposed to be talking or having a relationship, that doesn't make me want you more. That makes me lose interest. So be intentional with whatever it is that you are going for. Just be upfront and honest. I would rather hear the ugly truth than pretty lies, you know? What's an example of an ugly truth? What's an example of a pretty lie? Just to understand this better. Okay. I would say that I would rather a guy tell me, I'm not looking for a relationship with you. I'm just physically attracted to you. I want to like hook up and me be able to say, Hey, I'm waiting till marriage. I'm not your girl. Then have him act like he wants a relationship with me, but like he just wanted to hook up and led me on with my feelings when for him, it was just all physical. Does that make sense? Right. 
It yeah. does. And I think that that is definitely good advice for it's really it's good advice for both parties, because definitely. if I had to give you advice right on your end is you should be telling that to guys right away. Yeah, because you don't know what kind of guys you're going to come across and you're going to come across yep. a guy who's, you know, and then you got to be like, no, seriously, like, that's what I'm doing here. And yeah, if you're, you know, if you're not looking for that, too, this is not going to work. And even yeah. tell them, like, I had an ex where, like, he said the same thing. And, and then I had to tell them that will definitely filter out for the guys who are serious about it. Oh, definitely. I agree. What's and a, so I try to be upfront yeah, with my intentions as well. Are you, a, like, in, in the Bible and also, are you allowed to do other things physically with guys? Um, is it just like you can do everything but? Or, like, how does that, what, what does God say about It's kind of that? you're supposed to stay pure. It's not just the act of sex itself. It's kind of you're supposed to keep each other pure for each other. But I hate purity culture. I hate purity culture. I'm, that's just the term that I'm using here. Because I think if I think a lot of Christians kind of go off with this because they're like, just don't talk about sex. Um, if you don't talk about it, it won't happen. And then you got all these girls who are, you know, going through teen pregnancy because their parents never wanted to address the elephant in the room. So I think that that's really toxic in itself. But you're supposed to just aim to keep each other pure. I think making that decision, it has to be your own, not your parents, not anybody else's. So yeah, it's just the matter of like, kind of trying to stay away from that stuff, but also don't shy away from the conversation because that's an important conversation to have. So you, what about even kissing? Oh yeah, you can do kissing, like making out, that's fine. Um, you know, different people have different boundaries. Um, on things and how far they like to push them. And I don't know necessarily what exactly is the the right <laughs> way to go about it. But yeah, you can do that stuff. It's okay. not like and your I boundaries, can't kiss your boundaries are just kissing. Yeah, I would say I would say like that. I mean, makeouts are fine, whatever, you know, but when it gets into the point where you could be compromised in that situation, I would say I don't like to put myself in those situations where um, that could happen. That's not to say that won't happen in the future where I am put in that situation, yeah. but I try to stay out of that personally. I think that's all the questions I had. It was really interesting talking to you and hearing your perspective and hearing kind of what's going on in, in the world of of someone like you who, like you said, saving yourself for marriage. Have you done a TikTok on that, by the way? Um, I have. I have made a few of them where I'll just say, the greatest way to get people in is to be like what your type of guy is and give attributes. And so one of my thing is one of my things is respect that I'm waiting until marriage. So I actually made a recent one about that. So yeah, I do talk about it and I talk about it on my lives too. And I talk about how, you know, that can become a communication barrier type thing and how that can quickly become a problem, things like that. So yeah. <laughs> Gabriella, thank you so much again for, for coming on today and answering the questions and being a really great sport. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll have you on in the future. We'll talk more. And thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Where can guys find you if they want to uh, DM you <laughs> or, uh, or see your TikTok videos? Yeah, so it's at Gabjordana on all platforms. Um, and the my middle name is kind of hard to spell for people, but yeah, everything you can find me on there. So. Cool. We'll put that in the show notes so everyone can check that out. Thanks again. Thank you.